All right. Welcome to Crush This Moss Truck Podcast, Season 6, a brand new year. Welcome to 2023. Uh, man, the, the monster truck world has started uh, this Friday. Uh, me and the Hall Brothers team, we're heading to Salt Lake City, Utah for Monster Jam uh, West Coast Arena Tour. Getting ready. It's the beginning of the year. Happy holidays in 2022. Hopefully everyone has a good, uh, had a great 2022 year. Um, you know, uh, you know, hearing a few weeks ago of a legend in the football world, Franco Harris, uh, passing away, uh, just before the Magna reception, uh, Christmas weekend, uh, it still hits home and, um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Love the Berg, love West Virginia. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, one tit tight group family, but, um, once again, guys, uh, there we go. I had that back and running. <laughs> uh, I want to thank high Octane coffee, uh, Joe Sylvester. And, uh, thank you again for them to do our Christmas episode. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, hung out with him on Wednesday during our, uh, uh, break and, uh, Man, what 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 a cool guy! Um, always always interested, uh, you know, in the monster truck world. But go take a look at his stuff in Youngstown and Canfield, Ohio. Awesome products, and uh, you know, probably some bad habit merch and stuff like that too. J Concepts. Uh, the cool thing is, is if I want to let people know about this, and may not be on. If you go on the website, they do uh, different size monster truck tires. Uh, the from Reagan renegades that look like the old school good years all the way to the firestorms. They do little packages. If you want to look at that stuff too, uh, you get a rim and tire combination and stuff like that on the website. Uh, they also debut tires, the size to fit the LMT. Uh, also they have, uh, <clears throat> de uh, decals for USA one Samson and Bigfoot monster trucks bodies throughout the whole area. Uh, also, uh, another group is JB Scale Graphics. Go take a look at their stuff here, too. Some cool stuff's coming out in the future here. From my end, we're going to do an episode uh, soon uh, on a reveal of a pretty cool product that me and JB Scale, John and Bex, have done. Um, and some, we're going to let people know about that in the future. So take a look at that stuff, too. Officially licensed by Bigfoot, Overkill, Bad Habit, Obsessed, and more. Also, the cool snake bite front clip that you can make your truck into the red or green snake bite or any other color you want. Uh, easy to do, cool to see, and uh, go take a look at that too. Uh, so JoeJBScaleGraphics.com. Um, once again, I want to thank Hall Brothers Racing for these cool decals. All most of the guys and most of the girls that we do uh, interviews with, they normally get the decals and put them on their trucks and stuff like that to help promote our podcast. And with that, too, thank you for all the five-star likes and reviews on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, once again, also like our product on YouTube. Uh, share, like, subscribe on our YouTube channel. Helps us out and also on Facebook, guys. Thank you so much. Go to our Spreadshop.com site right here. Copy, paste it, look at it. Buy some cool T-shirts like this uh, and hats. This Crush This Podcast hat also you get from there. It's says Big Bad and Blown, and uh, it's pretty cool to see there. These uniforms are from 6B Apparel. 
Same thing as what the Monster Jam Monster Truck guys uses for 6B. We have hoodies also. Message me or Brad, the podcast uh, connection also on Facebook and uh, our Instagram if you guys are interested in purchasing it through 6B. Uh, 6B, if you contact them, they will just direct you to us. Um, yeah, they're a little bit expensive. They're about $100 a pop, but they're exactly what you see on the shows and stuff like that. Man, and uh, want to thank everyone for what they have done. And uh, so, with that in mind, this is this first episode that we're doing for the 2023 season. We uh, kind of drifted back, and demon, uh, we kind of forgot to, you know, not for forgot, but kind of floated away a little bit on the RC world of the monster truck community. Uh, we always did a couple episodes and stuff like that, and uh. This one's pretty cool. Um, he has raced in my uh, show <clears throat> and uh, the Hall Brothers Racing Stable. He's a representative of Ho uh, Horizon Hobby. So it's a pretty, be pretty cool time to talk about the products that they have, especially in the solid axle monster truck world, just introducing it to the world, um, to the general public. Uh, we're kind of like, uh, you know, not, not the, like the redhead stepchild of the RC world, but we're, we're kind of new, just like Monster Trucks is in real life with the motorsports world. Uh, <clears throat> are we from, we're entertainment? Yes, we are, but we're kind of competitive also. And uh, he's a huge fan. He's a local boy around the Champaign area and a uh, huge fan. Uh, Dale Benier, he's your number one fan. So, uh, you know, give him some love right there. I don't know if Dale's on, but he'll watch it sooner or later. You have fans, Dale. A lot of people don't people not forget you about you. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dale. Um, but uh, it's uh, Adam Munds. Uh, M-U-N-D-S is his last name spelled. I probably screwed it up, but we're going to play some intro videos here, and then we're going to have them on uh, right afterwards, guys. So once again, uh, thank you for showing up. Thank you for watching. Go to our spread shop and show some love and help support this podcast. Uh, we, we tried really hard and we just came out of our own pockets, you know, Canada and America, stuff like that. And we're just trying to do our best. And also Bradley Shaw designs goes show some love for him. He made some, uh, deep things for the guardian, uh, stomper and American scout, just to name a few. So man, we'll, we'll get the show on the road here and, uh, we'll go from there. All right, guys. Thanks. Here we go.
This isn't your typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a monster truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. A show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. Once again, guys, thank you for being on here on this podcast. We have Adam here. He's a huge fan, RC historian and also representative of Horizon Hobbies. Uh, how are you doing today? Uh, actually, tonight there, Adam. Doing good. It's a little cold here. The weather came in, and you know, it's a good day just to stay inside for sure. <laughs> uh, I tell you that much. Yeah, a few weeks back, we had that snowstorm before Christmas, and uh, uh, kind of hit the a little bit of the America side of it and stuff like that, but. Man, it looks like, uh, you know, talk about, we always start from the beginning and uh, what what got you to be a fan of the monster truck world? Yeah, so in 2002, I went to the assembly hall, which for anyone that's around here or knows anything about that venue, it's now the State Farm Center. It's without a doubt the smallest venue I've ever been in for monster trucks. Like it's full course, go right over, stop pull background like it's a super small venue but for some reason i liked it i was too you know it was just something different i don't know what kid doesn't like monster trucks so i think i fell into that boat uh with host being local and everything like that i really took a liking to mark and especially dale Dale was great to me uh, we went to a lot of shows while they was driving and i had my birthday party up at the shop one year uh they let us come in and you know, they did the right truck out in the field since my birthday's in October. Uh, and it quickly snowballed from that point. <laughs> right, right. And it looks like you're a huge uh, you're a Avenger fan, too. So uh, yeah. show some love for uh, Kohler and all them. And uh, so you get into the, the, you know, doing the shows and stuff like that. And then what was kind of like your first uh, hearing or knowing about the solid axle world? Yeah, so that was it for quite some time. So I got my first OC when I was six. Uh, I was going to be turning seven that year. And Horizon partnered with Hobart uh, was for the Lucy Mini OST Laminator and like the OST and whatnot. So my first truck was the Mini OST Laminator. Being a Laminator fan, it was just a natural fit. I had toy grade stuff before that, but Nothing really resonated until I actually got a hobby grade product that I could break and fix. You know, toy grade stuff you typically break, and there's no remedy to fix that. So from that, I got an Emacs and a Slash, and you know, the OC side of it kind of went parallel with Monster Truck World. Man, and then and then so you start follow, following more and more with the RC side of it, and uh, I'm kind of trying to lead up to how you got yourself in the position. Uh, getting into one of the the biggest RC companies, probably one of these compared to Traxxas and Horizon Hobby. And, um, you know, so how did you get the uh, into your potential and possibility of becoming into the Horizon world? There was no direct path. Uh, it almost is something that I kind of walked for for a long time. Uh, so I started doing an event called OC Fest back in 2011 when I was 10. I needed platelets when I was born to sustain life, so all of the money goes back to Impact Life. 
So we all a charity and that was something that kind of helped us. But I started back when I was 10. Uh, it was a small event for like eight to 10 people. And I had theme songs for people and we ran Vegas style and had freestyle. Like it was like a little world finals event uh, for my friends. But the media really liked it. That there was this little kid playing with essentially toy cars and giving money to a blood bank. So I continued doing the event. It really, you know, developed into something. And I think that really helped me, you know, with my potential with Horizon. I got employed by Horizon in December of 2020. So I've been there just over two years now. Started in product support. So if you had an issue, technical issue or warranty issue, you might have talked to me at some point. Now I do the customer experience stuff. So that that's a very wide range, whether that's, you know, content for the website in terms of videos or proofing stuff on the website, like replacement optional parts or just what's on the product pages. Man, and and so what's uh go uh you introduced the RC Fest. Let's go a little bit more in depth on that. I I uh, I, I kind of um gapped the the bridge trying to focus on the horizon situation. Yeah. But um with RC Fest you you started going with it and then the ball kept on rolling to a point where now we see YouTube videos of you and a couple others rocking the Raminator, fifth scale Raminators. When did you <laughs> saw the ball rolling and more and more people started coming to your festival? Yeah. So the first year, it was like 10 people. The second year, we got about 30. Uh, and we kind of held at that number for a while. Like we'd, we'd spike up to like 50 or 60. Uh, 2020, so like I took a break from 2016 to 2020. They really needed blood donations in 2020 as being one of the biggest blood drives that they do have. Now we were able to go through the Department of Homeland Security, get everything approved to come back in 2020. Mm-hmm. We came back. There wasn't really any events there uh, that year. So we were able to capitalize on that. And we got over 300 participants at our event, you know, for 3,000 people through the park. And from that point, you know, every year seems to be getting bigger and bigger. Sure. So explain to someone about the RC Fest. Um, you know, we'll talk about when when someone's new or want to go see this product that you're having. Um, is there like a parts midway? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, for someone new that's interested in going to the product, what, what would you explain to people about that? Yeah. So our event, we we try to cater to a lot of different audiences. You know, there's the hardcore, you know, hobbyists that doesn't really need to look at stuff. Uh, So we do have competitions for people to come out and compete and everything's free to enter. So it doesn't cost to come out. Uh, That's how we try to get a lot of people to come out and have a good time. Uh, With the competitions, we have a lot of bashing events. So whether that's like freestyle, best trick, we've got a decal race, which is gonna be a half mile rally race where you run with the car. Uh, But we also have trail events, so the guac autos and stuff like that, since that's super popular. Next year, we're introducing boats. Uh, we've got a huge lake, so might as well use it, uh, which I think that'll open our door to a lot of, you know, a different type of hobbyists coming in as well. But if you're not into the hobby, we do have a try me zone. So then you can come out and try your hand at, you know, some different types of products. So then you can figure out, you know, if this is a good suit for you or what, what direction you want to go with the hobby. That's cool. You need to definitely start a alligator head boat racing you know what i'm talking about the, the boats that look like 
Yeah, I've seen them on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, a own division, and then like have each boat have like a bandana, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. So you have the blue, green, yellow, orange, purple, and have like that, and maybe so, like, a pong ball out there and make them take like soccer or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> my boat has to have the pink bandana and the Mongolian flag. I'm not Mongolian. I'm Filipino, but it'd just be cool to have a Mongolian flag. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anyone will ask. I think people just uh, go with it. Genghis Gator Kong or something like that or something <laughs> like that. But, I mean, it I, It sounds like to me you're trying to open the door for people that never been to a uh, – or are afraid to get themselves into the hobby side of it, which is a plus for you because you can explain to people about it because it seems like you either love it or you're not – fully committed because the price range of sometimes these RC vehicles are about the price of maybe a down payment on a vehicle or a rent money or a loan or something like that nature. So I could see people maybe be drifting away a little bit, but with the product that you're coming out with, with RC Fest, you're trying to open the door for new people to, basically plant the seed of growing to something because when you're in love with something with the hobby with the rc racing it's it grows leaps and bounds i had one smt 10 when i uh first joined monster jam back in 2014 they came out the smt 10 and then j concepts came out with the firestorm tires and the tribute rims and I was hooked. I was like, oh, man, I, I can't wait to do that. And then I, I went and did my first Trigger King event uh, in 2017. And I needed to buy more. I buy more. <laughs> now I have a fleet of 10 solid axle monster trucks. Just purchased myself uh, number 11. Now I got number 12 and 13 coming. Um, and then one Baja Ray, uh, and, 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 uh, you know, it's just, uh, crazy that how it grows and leaves some bounds, but there's so many options. There's so many parts and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm really going around a big lap here, but with the information that you have on letting people be comfortable about that, that really helps out with that festival, doesn't it? Yeah, there's always, I always like to say there's three stigmas with RC because like anytime I'm running a truck anywhere, it seems like I would say 90% of the people are somewhat interested in it. You know, whether that's cost holding someone back or feeling intimidated, whether that's, you know, the mechanical, the electrical side of it, or they're worried about the competition side of it. We really try, yeah, it's a competition, but at the end of the day, it's really not. It's just a big group of people traveling across the country. This last year, 20 states represented, you know, which was outstanding to me. It's really humbling whenever you're looking down and seeing what states people are coming from. So we're definitely doing something right, trying to get, you know, whether it's just a kid from Tuscola coming in with an OC, or if it's someone traveling from New Hampshire with a trailer full of them. It, there, there's something there to connect everyone together. And I really try to make it well people can essentially have a common ground. You know, it's not, not necessarily about winning. It's about having a good experience. 
And and you're also like we said before, you're introducing the sawed axle uh, program. I know it's huge around Wisconsin. It's huge in St. Louis, uh, where uh, huge out east and huge in uh, you know New York and the Virginia area and Ohio, California. Uh, now representing the Colorado. What's up, Troy? Um, and and you know we're we're starting to. Uh, grow a little bit. I mean, the Horizon Fest is also maybe, what, uh, a month before your event, a month or two beforehand. So yep. um, th- you're also introducing that product, too. Um, you know, what What do you f- seem or you feel why, you know, the, the sawed axle monster trucks kind of, uh, you know, it's just like kind of hitting in the back a little bit compared to airplanes or dirt track racing. Uh, we're kind of growing, but it's, it's, uh, uh, you know, the, the, I guess the problem we're trying to figure out is trying to get the product to the people then, I guess. Right. Yeah. So myself, I built a Tamiya Cloudbuster, uh, with a CPE, I think the chassis, I don't remember the chassis name. It was back when I was Terminator. I think it was a hmm. uh, long time ago. I built it, uh, and of course, I always wanted to replicate full-size monster trucks because I, I have that passion as well. And the cloud did a pretty good job at it for back then. But once Axio announced the SMT10, it kind of was a different, you know, ballpark, if you will. Especially when if you put the four links on it and got it away from the trailing arm setup, it really drove a lot like the real truck, uh, or what I would expect the real truck to drive like. So I built up quite a few SMT10s over the years. I built one up for Jim. Uh, and gave one to Jim just as kind of a thank you. We we did a video shoot together for my old YouTube channel. Uh, I'll go off on a little tangent about that. Uh, well, I had a jump set up, and I would jump his truck as he destroyed the ramp that I just came off of. Uh, so we did that up in Joliet. So I just built him a truck as a thank you. Uh, it's a non-functional truck. It's got a lot of 3D printed parts, but it's a good static display model. So the SMT-10 was a really cool truck to kind of model with. Uh, it looked it looked the part. The LMT, it's a good blend of everything. It's super durable uh, and it looks really good as well. And it's honestly my favorite, you know, smaller scale truck for sure. And quickly those have started to duplicate. I don't know how that happens, but they're duplicating. Uh, and Horizon's always trying to, and I'll throw myself into the same boat, uh, they're always trying to come out with something new with the LMT. Like if you look at the mega trucks, yeah, it kind of looks like it's just a new body and new tires, but it's got the extended wheelbase kit, which helps handling a lot. It's got the low center of gravity with the battery tray, which those things for maybe your backyard battery might not notice, but if you're going to try racing it or, you know, you really want to take that truck to the next level, that really does help. Uh, solid axle monster trucks does have a bright future. You know, that's something uh, I can speak kind of candidly. I think companies are going to continue to invest into that. Uh, they've really grown in popularity since the LMT came out. And yeah, they talk about the LMT, you know, now we're kind of mixing everything together, Horizon <laughs> and stuff like that. And Horizon came out with the LMT in early 2021. Um, and orders were gone left and right um with that you know we when if you were a little bit behind the areas were you guys surprised of how fast that 
truck became popular, especially when people needed a bridge to go from bashing to competitive, um, you know, comp not competitive, competition solid axle monster trucks when those people are afraid of building like a, uh, a, a ACRC truck, uh, like you said, a Terminator truck, stuff like that, because they have to find parts to build one to become that. Well, now they have a platform that they can uh, go and do, and they have parts all around the world aftermarket-wise to make their own type of unique setup. So were you guys very surprised of how the outcome of the LMT turned out? I think the company was uh, pretty surprised by it. You know, to them... No one would really buy a monster truck, uh, especially a solid axle truck, because if you think about like the armor line, if, like, the armor line is a lot more durable, nothing against LMT, just the way mechanically it works, it's going to be more durable and it's going to handle better. You know, so your backyard basher might gravitate towards that. So I I think that the company was probably surprised about how well the LMT went over. For myself, though, I I knew that there was potential there. You know, if there's a good solid axe monster truck that you can take out of the box, you know, take the body off and put whatever body you want on it, you know, and I think that's really opened the door to a lot of people. You know, and then and the huge person that really, I think, pushed that envelope was Greg. Yes. Uh, Greg is a huge monster truck fan. I think uh, he helps us out at Hall Brothers and stuff like that. And, and uh, you know, Greg, Greg tried to he made to my event last year. Uh, really tries to push the solid axle product uh, in the Horizon Fest. Uh, you know, if anyone has been to Horizon Fest, uh, I haven't been there. Um, I hope this year I will be there. Uh, and uh, you, know, you see a lot of videos of the aviation side. Um, and then they do definitely, you know, they do a little bit of the rock crawling, I believe. But, I mean, the actual team has their own huge festival over there at the Badlands and uh, Indiana or somewhere around there, you know, Axel Fest. But I mean, um, when someone goes to Horizon Fest, uh, that's a little bit of a different uh, get together. Explain about Horizon Fest a little bit. Yeah. So Horizon Fest, it's totally different from my event. I'm still involved with Horizon Fest. Uh, I help run like most of bash events and whatnot, since that's kind of what I'm used to doing with my own event. But Horizon Fest is essentially like any type of OC, you know, crammed together on two days. Uh, there's a lot going on, which is great. It really gives, you know, the general person or even, you know, someone that's kind of more devoted to one type of the hobby to be exposed to everything. You know, myself, I think planes and stuff are really, really cool, but I am not able to fly it as well as they can. You know, I can watch it and I appreciate it, but if I fly it, I might hit the ground rather so quick. I've seen that video, that airplane hitting the ring of fire. I think it was last year. Someone yeah. at A10 uh, hit the ring of fire. That went viral. So, I mean, <laughs> um, you know, you guys had a pool. I mean, people were jumping over pools and stuff like that. Um, not to mention, I guess I'll let the word out. Uh, Horizon Fest. Actually, there's also our Sea Fest. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess we're recording it or doing whatever now, but um, <laughs> I guess you can let the cat out of the bag. But uh, I guess Horizon Fest is going to have a monster truck there, a live, real monster truck. And RC Fest is going to have one there, too. Oh, yeah. So 
right now it's just going to be a display. We're going to see what we can do uh, for my event. Uh, see what we can do about doing a call crush. I'm trying to get approval and see if we can figure out a way to get some funding up. Just that way we can get everything paid for. And hers and first, it sounds like someone might be driving a truck. I don't know who that someone is, but <laughs> someone might. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we could bring it out. But uh, uh, Raminator, myself, is bringing a full-size truck to Horizon Fest in the second week of June. Uh, and we are going to do a exhibition car crush, uh, I think, for that Saturday there, Horizon Fest. It has been done before. That's our first time. It has been done before, uh, both my boss and uh horizons boss have confirmed that that has happened before but we're bringing out a saw real monster truck on display and uh, also you can sign up then to the win uh some money through uh the chance to win a ram truck so uh you have chances for that maybe there's gonna be also other chances um in the process of building uh, I need to get the, uh, I'm in the process. It's not in the works quite yet. I got other kind of sticks in the fire as of right now, but we're trying to get a Raminator, uh, 10 scale truck, LMT truck together. So people can be able to draw and get the truck, uh, in a drawing. So we're trying that a little bit and see how that goes. Um, not in stone yet, but I'm really trying to push it to get that going. But, um, but yeah, there's going to be one there. Uh, uh, it is confirmed that you're going to have a monster truck there, correct? Uh, uh yes. can you release who's going to be there? Uh, I think I'm going to play it up marketing wise. Uh, okay. of, so like this will be like teaser number one and then I'll start. Okay. Yeah. It okay. Up. I don't want to ruin that for you, but yeah, they, they <laughs> will have a monster truck, full size monster truck on display there also um yes. here i'm gonna let you guys know firsthand it's not raminator so <laughs> um he can agree to that uh we'll hopefully may try to hit that up but uh one at one kind of at a time to see how the vibes are because we're using this as a marketing campaign for our truck too so to see if people can are the rc community would like us also uh we always been the team hall brothers racing has always been a uh RC type of solid axle <laughs> group clear back to the big boss. Um, uh, Adam attends my event. I do a whole, I do a racing event in November. Um, you know, I may have to, you know, I, I have to say, uh, uh, if someone hasn't been to my event, what would you say there, Adam, about it? Yeah. So being a monster truck node and an OC node, you know, it doesn't happen often that you can combine both of that together and just totally geek out for a day. So if you fall into that boat, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like he said, you get into you. Uh, we're very, as of right now, I believe my events currently the only one that you can race a monster truck inside of a real active monster truck shop. Um, we do all the all the classes. Uh, we do retro. Sport mod, LMT, and Pro mod in a very, very—it's long but tight confinement. Um, you know, we we sometimes, you know, we just pull it out. Uh, Adam, Greg, uh, Mackenzie from Horizon represents. Uh, we had Freestar RC, 
Uh, J Concepts brings their products over. Uh, Children's Racing Group helps out with donating the track and the cars itself. Um, we have so many people that help out with that event too, but that's another event that's around our neck of the woods that people, you're more welcome. We, I get a bunch of people to come over. Uh, I think we have, as far as Utah, Wisconsin, Ohio, I don't know about 20 states. I think maybe five, maybe <laughs> hey, seven. Bad, though. Second year. Se- yeah, seven or eight, I think. Seven or eight different states. Um, you know, I consider myself still a West Virginian, so I would say I'm representing West Virginia. So <laughs> uh, West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, Missouri, Michigan, Wisconsin, um, Illinois, obviously. Uh, Utah and uh, can't uh, and more. So um, it's another thing of you know, a bucket list of a product. If you have a chance to go, go there. Yeah, uh, it's, it's indoor. Yeah. yeah, and what we try, I try to make it <laughs> as fun as possible. Eliminate a lot of rules and try to get the competitive side because I mix everything together. Same thing with you with your RC fest. We. I mix in competitive people and I have RC racers that just bash, you know, and they want to do the monster truck side of it. And, and for you doing this as the competitive side of it, uh, how do you feel, you know, racing in the event that I host uh, compared to, you know, doing a bash fest or something of that nature? Yeah. So, I've drove for Podine since 2014. Uh, I'm not going to plug them too much since this is sponsored by J Concepts. Uh, you know, they're both great companies uh, for sure. But when I drove for them and primarily did, you know, carpet racing or dirt racing, you know, traction was always there. You know, that was that was kind of a given. You know, you could come into the tour and set the front end and get right back on it. And the car would just hook up. If you're a monster truck fan, which I assume you are if you're watching this, Think of like old Thunder Nationals or old Monster Truck Nationals. That's how it is, though. There's like a film of dust, if you will. And if you're just going to be driving on that, it's going to be super slick. Uh, so real speed's kind of your friend. So it's a lot of fun to figure out that perfect throttle rhythm to get through the tone and get it done quickly. You know, and then freestyle, it's fun just to go out, let it all hang out. And, you know, sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. This year, my freestyle sucked. That still was good. You know, racing this year, I can't complain. Made it to you final round once, and semis, I think, the other time. Very so. successful this year. You know, like you said, the throttle rhythm. And also, I think a lot of guys bring products over that they, they, they like, I know a couple trucks, I think including your uh, Avenger Fire, had rear steer. And I think a lot of guys thought, you know, mentioned when they brought the rear steer play, in some of the LMTs or Pro Mods division of it, I think they believe that they put too much turn into, because when you're slick, you're trying to correct. Now, instead of turning your front wheels, you're turning both wheels and may overturn. Um, but you kind of mastered that a little bit with your trucks and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's another experience. And in general, like you said, it's not just, um, you know, the, the typical carpet slash, uh, you know, uh, carpet slash, uh, dirt racing. You gotta, it's everything. Uh, and we do a lot of popular J hook, uh, racing, but it's kind of like, it's 
not the obstacles you have to worry about. It's the surface of the track that you're racing on. Yeah, I love Jayhawk racing. We've did it many times at RC Fest, you know, with Vegas, especially back in the day. It, everything was made in that tone, you know. So I love a race where it's kind of, you know, set up in the same fashion because, for instance, at your event, it would be, I would keep an eye on whoever was in Arthur Lane to figure out if I need to go in deep and see if I can slingshot myself back in. There's a lot of strategy happening in, you know, three seconds. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and we have a pro. A- parts depot and stuff like that you guys really help out a lot with horizon hobbies and and being a local establishment also and uh you know and we definitely try to push the solid axle side of it like you said uh with the lmt and the smt and stuff like that and um do you and, and do you get a lot of good feedback uh from the event itself too yeah from a horizon standpoint it's always great to see you know, what are for the end users doing? You know, myself being a hobbyist, I tend to see kind of where a product's going to go, but you can't always, you know, foresee that. It's really cool seeing people taking the trucks to the next level to figure out how we need to, you know, follow that up and continue pushing the truck or body options or tire options, whatever might be out there. I myself has been running a 57 Chevy for quite some time, but, you know, that's not something that, they are really looking into at this moment. So just, you know, maybe comment down below if you want that too. So then I can take it back and be like, ha, it's just not me. Uh, <laughs> you know, but we definitely always try to listen to what if the consumer is doing, you know, what if the hobbyist is doing. Honestly, you guys know way more about the product than what we do. So, yeah. you know, you guys eat, sleep and breathe it. You know, I eat, sleep and breathe it as well. But I know a lot of you guys are so devoted to it. Yeah, I hear you on that. And it's just like, uh, you know, the, the way that everything goes around here is pretty cool. Um, you know, we, we don't have really a league around here. I mean, the closest league that I could think of that if you guys ever had a chance to go would probably be in Missouri or actually it's in uh, Waterloo, Illinois with Trigger King. Um, I think there's some events in Ohio, but around our neck of the woods is really strong, uh, RC dirt track racing. I know there's a track in farmer city. I know there's a track also in Paxton, Illinois. Um, a lot of that stuff that happens around, uh, our neck of the woods and stuff like that, but still RC threshold. But, uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm then this, uh, in our episodes involving RCs, we really try to push the solid axle monster truck community and everything they have done. And, um, man, it's, uh, it's really, really cool and really awesome to see what you have done. Um, and, and it's kind of a little bit of an addiction too. I, I, I remember, uh, uh, you only had a few trucks in the first year. Now you have yourself your own arsenal. And you sent me pictures a couple weeks ago of your new project truck. Uh, <laughs> so it's growing for you too all, isn't it? Yeah, the hobby the hobby's so bad in some senses. Like it's an amazing hobby. But, you know, once you get involved into it, you know, I, I always say if you're involved into a hobby, you know, you don't just have one hobby. So like you can see behind me, like I toy hunt too you know, for monster trucks. And then you have to see stuff and it's some sort of collection. Like you always have to keep having more. And for some reason, the solid axle trucks being a monster truck fan, 
It's like, oh, let me make this because I think this would be cool. Oh, oh, I like this truck. Let me put my own twist on it. So, but the good thing about it is the LMT don't necessarily need a dozen trucks. Of course, if you want a dozen trucks, there's nothing wrong with that. But you can always just slap a different body on it. So then you aesthetically have a different truck. You know, I think the bad, not the bad thing, but the the crazy thing about our solid actual addiction is like you debut a truck. I think it's like the importance of a debut truck. Like if you had, let's just say you're Avenger fire for two years running, you want to go, okay, I'm, I'm done with this one, but I want to do something else. So you have to come up with another idea of next year's truck like you could maybe go with the half and half green and orange avenger body type deal you know it just seems like that's always a thing is is when you have you're worried about something being stale you know i mean like for me like i always have to do every two years except for when i do a hall brothers truck because i i do half of it has to be the hall brothers truck and the other half of it is trucks that i like um uh, except for my retros, uh, I, I love my No Problem. It's one of the only ones out there right now. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's cool and I love it. And then Big Boss is, you know, the stable of the Hall Brothers. And that's why I bought myself uh, two more retros just to throw in different, different mixes and stuff like that. And I may one time put, you know... Big Boss in in you know the back burner and run the other truck and and I also with the M M T R C that Kobe Marshall does does a lot of stuff and I also got a heavy metal tank that I've been rocking, um so so it's it just seems like that when we keep something for a while we just have to keep on renewing it I don't know if you feel that way but I feel like that seems like an importance in the solid axle monster truck world is always debuting or recreating another truck yeah i i think the hobby works like that for me especially over the winter time everything gets a first body you know first body diffs torn down shock already done and if something's broke fix it you know but definitely a first body give the truck a new duck you know and then by the time next winter rolls around it's time for it again <laughs> yeah it just seems like that it's just something something make it not stale but and then again in the monster truck world's the same exact thing you know how many <laughs> different looks that saigon shaker has i mean heck this year it's just called shaker or what new look bad company is gonna have um you know uh well, every year <laughs> yeah every year uh the quad chaos truck had a new look and and yeah. stuff like that so I guess in the, even in the full-size world, it's the same exact thing. But uh, is there any social media people can follow you at? Yeah, so for OC Fest, we have OC underscore Fest. Uh, that's the Instagram. And then just OC Fest on Facebook. The website is ocfest.net. If you want to go on there, kind of read up on our story, a uh, little bit more about that I need a platelets and kind of some of the words we've got and just more of the statistics behind you know, why we do it and everything like that. Yeah. All right. Cool deal. And also want to let people know about Justin's stories and making tracks, go see his book, uh, $10 a pop on Amazon or message him on Facebook, Justin stories and making tracks. Also go to our, ow, um, book just attacked me, go to our spread shop and get yourself some cool t-shirts and stuff like that. And it helps us out too with six B apparel. 
uh, go give them some love also. High Octane Coffee, J Concepts, uh, MTRC, JB Scale Graphics, Bradley Shaw's Design, Back Channel Productions, and Hall Brothers Racing. Thank you for all your guys' help. Uh, Adam, man, thank you for being on here and uh, uh, telling about your story. And uh, also uh, the dates for RC Fest and Horizon Fest. Is that confirmed yet for any of those events right I now? Or just be on the social media page to find out. Horizon's event would be the first full weekend in June. Uh, it should be. I don't know the dates off the top of my head. Uh, my event is July 29th and 30th at Tuscola Swimple Park, which is a huge park with a pond. You know, there's more than enough space to. Okay. Know. So the, uh, with the Horizon Fest, uh, it looks like uh, um, on my schedule there, Greg, uh, Greg sent uh, uh, ninth and tenth. Okay. Yep, that sounds right. So, um, so it could be changed. It could be not. It may not be. But it, it, it's the same dates of last year. Last year was tenth and eleventh. It's ninth yep. and tenth there. So July again for you. Uh, Horizon Fest for June. Uh, so I mean that's that's pretty freaking cool that a lot of people can get a back to back. Uh. Uh, RC connection. If you want to make the trip too later on that year, you can go to Axel Fest if you're into the rock crawling and trail riding and all that stuff also. Yeah, there's plenty of awesome events around here. You know, whether that's something, you know, that you can take anything and run at, or if it's kind of more of a smaller community, you know, like the corridors or whatnot. Let me not say small. There's a lot of people that go there, you know, but one type of vehicle. Uh, there's a lot of things around here. And then, of course, your own event uh, is an awesome time, and it's a good way to kind of, you know, wrap up the year. Right on. Yeah, I hear you on that one, and we'll try to get that uh, ball rolling for 2023. That's going to be in the, about uh, 11 months from now. So, um, <laughs> you know, so I'm excited about that. Try to get some new stuff going on there too. But once again, Adam, thank you so much for being on and uh, look out and uh, try to uh, like and follow your RC Fest group mm -hmm. and uh, try to do as much love as you can for that and enjoy your time, guys, and come say hi to Adam. He'll probably help you out. Um, and uh, you know, go horizonhobby.com uh, to get any parts. And if you have a problem, you they can help you out. So, um <laughs> go from there but adam once again thank you for being on of course thank you cheech you're welcome all right guys uh next guest i have no idea but you'll find out <laughs> later uh but once again thank you for everyone being on come and take a look hang out with me of your utah area uh it is salt lake city utah uh monster jam west coast arena tour uh this weekend so uh come out and uh Enjoy us and support Hall Brothers when we're getting ready for the first quarter year of the 2023 season. Once again, folks, thank you for being on. Happy New Year. Uh, like I always say, when it becomes January 1st, it's page one of your 2023 chapter. So, um, you know, so there's only six, 365 days, uh, 365 pages for that one year. And uh, every book's a different size. So, uh, once again, guys, like what Brad said, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. 
Peace.